The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. We live, you know? We live. And alive. So Day two of podcast. So what we're going to talk about today, Steve? What got going on? Well, first of all, I don't know how your day was with, you know, on your, on your highlight without me. <laughs> no, I I've been curious, man. I went there today and, uh, Ron got a new car, Ron got a, he got a new Mercedes and, uh. Oh yeah, you did tell me. He got that. a new SUV Mercedes and I get there and, uh, you know, just boom, just get on it quick and got there like at 7.20, finished it by 8 o'clock and left. You know? ah. So, it was that and then I got home and then I went, uh, Monica was here and she's telling me a story about her work and then I just, uh, <coughs> just listening to her for a while and then after that, just, uh, you know, just uh, went, Same to the old spa, thing. went to the spa, <laughs> went to the spa and relaxed and got home, picked up the kids, same old, same old. That's all. Again, I was listening to the podcast, our first podcast last night, and yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, I had fun doing it, but listening to it, you know, as a from the other end, yeah, it seemed like it was uh, <laughs> not not, uh, not too not it didn't our expectations, I guess you can say. But I mean, it's our first podcast, so I'm pretty sure eventually we're gonna we're gonna get it going, right? Right, just I, I, I was listening to myself, and I, I, I can see my, <laughs> the way I talk is not doesn't even make sense to me. You know, it's like wow, you know, <laughs> stuff I, I say, I'm like, how does what are you trying to say, bro? You know, and it's crazy because you know, you're trying to sound more people can understand you what you're saying, and then you listen to yourself and. I'm kind of like, what What did I mean by that? <laughs> and I get so caught up talking. I was talking really fast. and It's because you got so many ideas going through your head. I guess you had difficulty clarifying what you're trying to convey, right? Right. Well, yeah. And it's a matter of like, okay, you don't even know how to talk. You know? So I felt <laughs> like I don't even know how to talk. <laughs> if that's a word, talk, right? And like, yeah, it's a word. But damn, it's like. You listen to yourself and you're like, wow, you don't, I kind of sound annoying when I listen to myself, you know, as you're talking, you know, you're fine, but I kind of listen to my voice and it's weird because it sounds annoying to me sometimes, you know, when I'm just babbling off. No, but we, we did say that who knows how many people are going to listen to us, maybe one or two, but. You know, last night we had one listener, and then today I look at my app again. I see that we have three listeners, so I think we, uh, you know, surpassed our expectations there. You know, I'm I'm happy. You know, we have got to have even one listener, you know, to hear our podcast. But to have three, hey man, I, I love it, man. I love it. So I hope it it grows. I hope it grows. I mean, not can't expect you to have. So many people listen to us overnight, but little by little, I mean, I would be happy if we get to like 10 by the end of this week. What do you think? You think we'll get to 10 listeners? Grab by the pussy. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was just thinking one of those guys just come behind us and saying, Grab by the pussy. 
Like one of those videos. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hey, so did you have any crazy dreams last night? or? Well, I got an, ar- an argument with, with my girl last night and uh, over something stupid just because I wasn't listening to a story she wanted to tell me. And I was asking questions about the story, so she got all upset. And I was asking her this and that. Anyways, don't get too much into detail about the argument, but when she tells me, I hope you have nightmares before I fell to bed. And, and yeah, sure enough, I had a nightmare. You know, I had a nightmare that some, some killer or somebody wanted to kidnap my daughter and I was like trying to, you know, find her and, and I didn't want to give up and, and they were saying, she's gone, she's gone. No, no, no. Or he went to some, some Anglo-Saxon guy, you know. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So he looked like that guy Padlock, the shooter. And we were talking about him and I guess I dreamed him. And when I eat at night, I, I, I have nightmares sometimes. They're not nightmares or dreams, you know, but I remember I used to be afraid of having nightmares, but now it's like more like, let's see what's up, you know, like I, I like trying to figure out when I'm dreaming. You know, when you're having a nightmare that you figure out it's just a dream and you're like, ah, the scare goes away while you're dreaming. Yeah, you know, so uh, that's, that's what I did last night. I was just, I had a nightmare. About it. <laughs> well, today uh, I was reading in the Associated Press and there was an article that talked about Paddock's girlfriend. Supposedly, she was unaware about him committing this kind of heinous crime. Because uh, supposedly he booked her on a flight to the Philippines for her to visit her family. Unbeknownst of what was about to come afterwards. And when she arrived back to L.A., the cops were surrounding the area waiting for her to get off the flight. And they detained her and in the in the, the police department for questioning, and she, supposedly she's unaware of her of the, his motives and whatnot. Um, you think that perhaps she probably does know, but she doesn't want to confess, or? Well, I I I look at it like this: if I have a girlfriend and uh I'm about to do some some mass murder. Uh yeah, take off. And it just doesn't make sense. Or you know, she came back. She came back. It's like, okay, she you know she's trying to prove her innocence or you know, she didn't know anything relate she's that she's related to this killing, you know. Um, she came back, you know, suspicious, yes. I mean, you have to find her guilty, have proof in the court of law if she did have some involvement in it. I mean, I heard that, you know, like I said, it's all he say, she say, you know, they could fabricate any story these days, you know, that she, he deposited $100,000 into her account. What, what, what I trip out on that, what doesn't make sense, that if this guy is a millionaire, multimillionaire, that he only put a hundred thousand dollars and he's gonna kill himself, like, it, it, this is all planned out, sketched out. There's a lot of loopholes that, 
there's a lot of little holes in the story that don't make sense. It's like, why would you just give her a hundred thousand? You know, if you're gonna leave everything, you should have that already pretty planned. If you're gonna give her just a hundred thousand, I guess so she could take off. That's what he gave her the money. Um, it's just weird that her Facebook got deleted too, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a a hostess at a Aries Ho- Aries Casino, a high limit hostess. I know that. So, and then her boyfriend is a poker player. Mm-hmm. You know, big gambler. So you can see where the story is. How she probably met him. Right. She worked at the casino, and this guy's a high limit player. He was wasting like thirty thousand uh, a week or a night. I don't know exactly, but that's big money, you know. Yeah, and what's interesting is that last night, you know, we we mentioned about the girlfriend being already detained, and now we see that she just got detained from the flight. So, no, she came in on her own. She didn't get detained. She came in. Oh. They called her up and then she said, you know, she would come in and I was just hearing on the news a lawyer saying, how would you get her to come back into the stage? You know, just say, hey, you know, we know you're not that. They would tell her if they called her up and how did they get her to come back? They would say, hey, you know, um, we know that you weren't involved, but we just want to ask you a couple of questions. If you want to come down and help us out with this investigation, that that's how they they would lure her to come back into the States. Um Another another thing would be that if they said they would want her because she's of a if she was guilty if they came across that way then she wouldn't want to come and then they would get lawyers involved and the the process would take a lot longer just try to get her over here to you know give a testimony or you know a declaration to the police department but this is obviously open now you know it's obviously open in the FBI federal government so bigger more bigger case. Sorry. What I trip out on is that anytime something like this happens, obviously everybody goes to, oh, they're, they're going to go. They're going to ban assault rifles. And, uh, you know, that's one of the biggest things. But it's, it's one of my, my things about that. You could ban an assault rifle. And then, you know, what, what, what are they going to use next? You know, when a, when a person has a thought like that and they want to carry it out. I mean, there's there's many alternatives. You know, one of the things you could build a bomb with is fertilizer, using a couple of fertilizers. You know, you know how to do that. But you know, those who put that effort into doing something like that, you got to think they got to have some type of cleverness. It got to be smartness to do something like that. You know, this guy was an accountant. You know, he's an idiot for what he did, but he must have been a clever guy. You know, what's the mind of this killer? You know, it's like it just doesn't make sense to me makes more sense to me that somebody would want the attention and what's your message behind your killing there's a message every mass murderer there's always a story to to a killer like that you know these are mass it's a mass group of people he killed um <clears throat> and then you got the serial killers you know kill a lot of people but they plan it out differently so when something like this happens i always what I would like to hear in the media is, okay, what was this guy thinking? You know, and then you don't really hear any of his family speaking out on it, the mom or anybody else. You just heard the brother. You know, you don't hear any of his friends that say, you know, you don't hear mass media getting interviews from them trying to figure out who this guy really is. So we paint a picture of him, you know, by interviewing different people. I mean, 
if they want to give an interview, all you have to do is go ask them. People always want to talk about who this guy is and, you know, but you don't hear the, the mass, the, the main media looking for those type of interviews, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you see the, the information that's given to you by the FBI or the Las Vegas Police Department that's given out to the media is like very, very minimal. And I get it. You, you know, you got an, an investigation probably going on and you don't want to do that, but you want to have some oversight and you want to have, you know, you want, I want, I would like to hear is like, Hey, you know, a, a committee open up for this stuff to investigate where you have people from the city involved and you have a group of people that get, that are going around investigating this stuff so you can get a true story that it's not a government cover up or a stage or, you know, so you, people get informed, you know, not just hear from the FBI, from the local police department, but they should have a local committee of local citizens that maybe have retired cops or very grounded to the local community. You know, they don't have to be, you know, just anybody's, but if you have volunteers, you know, that, that serve the community there, that live in that neighborhood and then they could, you know, have like Facebook or they could have, they could have, you know, and just give out their opinions. This is what I, what I saw today, their testimony, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that way people understand, you know, okay, you know, this is credible information. This is not credible. I mean, I would like something like that. That way, you know, you're hearing stuff constantly and you're not being just, okay, it is about guns or it, is, it was ISIS involved in it, you know, like. How do you know? Who's feeding oh, you this yeah. information? You know. Uh, I saw that too when they uh, when they said that, or when ISIS claimed that they were, you know, plotting that that mass shooting and at the concert. I thought that was ludicrous. Uh, I mean, how in the world would this guy be associated with them in the first place? Well, that supposedly, you know, some of the rumors are going on that. Uh, he joined ISIS and that ISIS is taking credit for this, that, you <laughs> yeah. know, a couple months, a couple months, you know, became Muslim. Well, I thought about it for a little bit. If you think about it, his girl's Filipina, but most likely they're Catholic out there. Um, right. But, you know, it's like, okay, this, this guy was ISIS and I guess, you know, just anybody who's not from the Middle East and you, and you're an American and can you join ISIS? I mean, it doesn't make sense to me that, that not unless you have like, you know, Islamic values or you're related to that to being Muslim and extremism. And, you know, to me, it's like, you know, I, I don't believe the majority of Muslims are, are think like that. I'm pretty sure they know the truth and they do know the history of the United States. And I can see why, why they have these thoughts about America, you know, believe it or not, they won't tell you, but they know it's all fake news. And a lot of people, there's people in the news, what the United States is going out there for their resources. And, you know, I don't think nobody buys it anymore. You know, so. Yeah. Well, going off of, with the gun issue, um, have you read the state regulations on USA today? No. All right. So, uh, I checked it out on one of the, on, on the Facebook post and, they're showing a, a list of uh, regulations that they had there, and I guess anyone living there is able to have access with any kind of guns. Like they allowed it. They can in Las Vegas. No, Nevada, state of Nevada. No, state of Nevada. Yeah. Okay. And they're allowed. They, they can get a gun without permit. It can go into public areas such as casinos and bars with a gun. With a gun. 
No, you can't. I it says right there, dude. I read it. I I couldn't believe it either. What I was reading. I don't believe it either. I I saw it. I was like, no freaking way. They can't just allow someone in a bar or casino with a fucking gun right there. But apparently they they do. They allow it. It's it's permittable unless the facility prohibits them. Mm-hmm. And they're allowed to. I'm pretty sure casinos do prohibit that. You can't walk in there with the gun. Well, apparently that the state allows residents to own guns without having permits. No, no, no. So that could probably explain how he was able to. Well, that'll be that'll be the perfect perfect spot for to be staged. You know, you see what happens when you don't have these regulations here. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, but we all know the history of the casinos too, man. You know, that's that's all mob. You know, that went legal. You know, it's like marijuana going legal now. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's going on, you know. So, but the type of people that run those businesses, you got to remember, you know, from from selling back in the days, you know, prohibition, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the the smuggling of alcohol and these gangsters, they you know they had their little gambling casinos too. Mm-hmm. So you know, we got to remember how this is done. You know, it's like these are the same people that are that went legal that. We're the mob, you know, and you know they buy politicians. You know, people don't. People think this. I don't know. There's good and bad people, and even the bad people could be good, you know. But it doesn't mean they don't do bad things, you know. And those are the people that are up their way in power, you know. People don't understand that. That you know, these people, it could be good to you. You're good to them. Treat them good. You don't mess touch. Don't mess with the the chatter, the money. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't mess with you, but you start getting involved with them and, you know, and with that power comes having control. You know, having to do things that are not moral, ethical, you know, against the law too, but they're within the law. You know, and that, that happens. It could be me or you, it could be anybody. You know, it's, it's always been part of civilization. You know, you go back, you look at Nixon, you look at these presidents, you know, what they've done. I mean, look, look at that. It took us to Vietnam, you know. It, all these wars that they've been into. They dropped a nuclear bomb on babies and mamas, you know. And you, know, you gotta, you gotta really see what they've done and say, oh, to save lives and all. I get it, you know, but hey man, you still kill babies and mamas. Or oh, do you want us to die? Uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't been put there. So honestly, I, I can't answer that question, you know. It's like, I wasn't there back then, so. Yeah. But I look at it now, it's like, at the end of the day, it's all about power, you know. It's all about power and 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 who controls the gold. Nobody really talks about, you know. You know, the guns always related to that and power. And but you should have, um, have something to protect yourself, defend yourself, you know. Because there's obviously, you never know when that day could come, and it's not about that, you know. It's like you never know uh, when an earthquake could happen. Do you have a safety kit? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, there's people that don't have them. I don't have one. We should. Mm-hmm. You know, there could be a fire. There could be a natural disaster. Do you have one? Are you prepared? No. So, but do you have a gun? Yeah. <laughs> but why? In case somebody breaks in my house. Because that's most likely to happen. Because you never know. And if you don't know, now you know. And then, uh, it's, it's, it's heavy. I don't know if you remember the article from last year about Japan demanding Barack Obama an apology for... Uh, yeah, I stay dropping the bomb right there in Hiroshima. And- I would, I would, I apologize to the whole world for dropping the bomb. 
I apologize because you do deserve an apology for for killing so many people, destroying their homes. And whatever reason it was, you know, they could tell you this story that we had to do it for this and this and that. Great. Believe what you want to believe. I understand that. But you know what? I'm sorry that all those people had to die. You know? I'm sorry. Mm. Even I didn't, if I didn't drop the bomb, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Aren't you, aren't you sorry? Of course, man. Yeah, man. So guess what? I apologize, Japan. From, from this, from this American born here in USA, but you know what? It's not about being American. It's about really believing who you are as a human. You know, you could say American great. I am American. I'm proud of it. You know, oh, no, you're not because of this is a war. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not an American because of what you just said. You just apologized to Japan. That makes you an American. You know? Yeah, in that case, do you think it would be fair for Japan to apologize to Hawaii for bombing Pearl Harbor? Yeah, I mean, why not? Should say, so, you know what, guys, we're sorry we fucked up your boats, man. Now you can't go out there in your little sailor hats and rule in the seas with your, your navy. I get that. Yeah, right. You kill people too. All those people deserve an apology. You're fucking right, they do. Harbor Harbor needs an apology too. All those men in service that were there died, you know, especially because I could say, you know, you, they're, they're American, you know, you, you, I, I could get into that mind frame. I'm American. The red, the white, the blue, do one time. Kill black man, whatever you retarded, do work for the clan. Do what you like, unless you like gang banging. You know, I could get all American. But, uh, I try not to identify myself with that heartedly. I'm more into like, humanly, what is right and what is wrong. You know, try to keep as neutral as you can. You know, but when it comes to that money and power shatters, like, hey, don't mess with my money, I get that too. Oh, you can be both. Yes, you can. You're human. You can be many things. You can change your mind. You can do mistakes. People do that. I could act one way and then act another way. Now, you'll be judged by your performance. Mm -hmm. And that performance of dropping a bomb is like, that's fucked up. I mean, you're, you're, as humans, we're not smarter than that. Well, you can't negotiate with these Japanese. They're, they're, uh, they're, what are they called? Uh, the the bombers, the... Kamikazes? Kamikazes, man! <laughs> These guys get an airplane right here! <laughs> Boom! Banzai! Banzai! Fuck, dude. Hardcore shit. You know, like... And then you got these... Can't negotiate with the, the terrorist! Cut your head off! What fucking cartels do that to? I win! Look at the look of this way! They do the same shit, bro. You know, like everywhere you go, you got these group of people. They're the same. They're human beings. They do nasty, terrible, evil things. And then you got people that do wonderful, beautiful things. Artists, musicians, scientists. You know? So. Yeah. You know, that's what they want people to think. But in reality, it's a big mob, dude. What a mafia. And we're all part of it. You're part of that. You know, you're, we're big living multi-organism and our, our we're all linked we all breathe the same air like no matter if you're in russia or in japan you breathe, you know, we're made of almost the same chemical components the biggest miracle in life is that you have a choice you have the power to say i'm this or i'm not that i agree or i don't agree and you can change it too just like quantum what to call quantum uh, physics quantum computing you're the zero and the one because zero could be in the one one you're that binary codes yes you could just 
switch to one or a zero. You know? But that's way out there. And I, you know, there's not a lot of us that are, how, why I think like this, why it draws me to these subjects. That's just where I'm at, you know? Not everybody's into this stuff. Some people say, hey, shut the fuck up, dude. I don't give a fuck. Who the fuck mm. you think you are? Einstein, Gandhi, you know, you get all this shit like, oh, there goes Memo going to his fucking cave, showman, I meditate, you know, like, hey, dude, you know, this is, it's, it's what I do about life. I love all the choices I could be. I could be, I could be Jesus. I could be Gandhi. I could be Martin Luther King. I have a dream. <laughs> you know? I could be Cesar Chavez. He's a puede, cabrón. Free at last, free at last. My respect to all those homies out there picking grapes, you know? And all the carwacheros del mundo. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Now, you know how, uh, was it last year or beginning of this year when Supposedly, all these articles about California trying to separate from the United States and whatnot. Um, actually, I've been reading about Hawaii. They've been trying for years, so many years, to become a a sovereign country. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that they're better off being a sovereign country or... It really doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I mean, think about it. If, you know, it's like me and you. Are you in, in a way, it's like, okay, does your dad control you still? Well, you live under his house, right? Mm-hmm. So he controls you, but I don't want your dad controlling me. I want to have my more of my freedoms as a state. If you think about it, why do you need a president for? Why do you need a president for? With With the technology we have now, we should be able, you know, with AI and computing too now, intelligence. I mean, you should be able to to know what the basics all laws are, and, and and it should be taught in schools. You know, these are your rights as a human being. You know, and obviously you have all these other laws that that says you can't drink and drive and all that. You know, and every state has a different type of law, and, and, and I get that. You know, it's like, hey, you know, people need to be more aware. And I guess, I, I guess having all the states united, we share all those laws in the United States, you know, we, we could travel within among those states. But you I mean, still, there's still checkpoints. There's, there's still places you gotta stop by and where you're going, la da da, you're not a resident from here. Like, you're from California, you have a California ID. But we're the United States because it's all united and they all fight the same enemy. That's what it's called, you know, right? So. I guess and that's the united is kind of a good thing in that way, but yeah, people don't want to be united with the world. So why should the states be united? I mean, you should have, you should have in negotiations, you know, you should have people that are governing and, and let the best state win. I mean, I mean, it, I don't care if it's the United States or not, but I could see why I would want my independence. Why I would want as a state for me or my house that I'm not governed by your dad. Because we're governed by a different father, you know. You would you would think if that's how you look at it as a hierarchy. Um, who's running? You know, got Brown running California. But I mean, you hear this guy Brown, but he's not. If you think about it, oh, just I was listening to Jesse Ventura today talking about the governor. I know I'm jumping everywhere, but Jesse the body Ventura. You know, when he became governor, uh, they took him to the bottom of the state capitol building, and uh, he was met by a group of CIA agents. And then, uh, you know, they're going to question him. You know, some people, young and old and everything. He said, they look like me and you, you know, old, young. But they were all CIA. 
And then, uh, you know, they, they wanted to ask him questions and he says, uh, to them, he goes, oh, let me ask you a question first before we even start. And he said, on your guys' mission statement of the CIA, it says that you guys are not allowed to operate here within the United States. So why am I here? And everybody's just like, nobody want to answer his question. So that's the way he starts talking about this government conspiracies. You know, when he got in there and ran for governor, he found out how government really runs. So you got to understand that we are all governed and there's laws to follow. But the most most important laws to me are natural universal laws. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Thou should not kill. You know, they're called biblical. Some people say they're biblical gods from law. But even if, if I didn't believe in God, like I would say, like, I don't want to be killed. That's a natural law. It's, it's a given, you know, instinct in you. You should have the right to work, the right to have freedoms, to express yourself. But you, you don't have the right to hurt anybody because you don't want nobody hurting you, or do you? You know, so that's that's what I'm trying to say that, you know, the, and then these laws that that are made, you know, I guess like, you know, which I respect, you know, can't having sex with the minor, which is great. You know, there's certain things that because in the other cultures, freaking A, man, you know, 13, 14 years old, like Mexico and the ranchillos, you, you know, that's back then that was shit was normal, you know. But as your as a civilization gets, it says, you know, grows up and it gets older their values, I, I guess it's, it's better than what it was before. That's what I want to say. That, you know, there's certain laws that, that, that are good, you know, that we make, but there's also universal laws, you know, that, that should override all these other laws that we have. Human rights. Yeah. Human and, rights. and they're not shared with everybody around the world equally. And they should. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I understand like, the, was it somewhere in the Middle East or I don't know what part of the world? They cut the girl's clitoris or whatever so she doesn't have any pleasure. Like, fuck. That shit's crazy, bro. You know? But if you were born around that and you're a guy that grows around there and a girl, like, you know, some of them think it's normal. And it's like, and it's okay. But to me, like, that's fucking barbaric, bro. But that's how they used to do it back then. Well, look at even the Jews, you know? They cut their penis foreskin. It's like, circumcised, yeah. Yeah, they get circumcised. And I, I understand it. You know, sometimes I think about it. Hey, man, I like to have a clean dick. Yeah, you know, the little... Bing, boom, just wide it, wet it, it's all clean already, but you know, us with the trunk, you know, we gotta make sure we stay clean. You know, you don't wanna be fucking smelling like sovaco all day. Sterilized. You know what I'm saying? So, I get that. I get that too, you know. People want that clean look, you know, that bald look. Sauce. Instead of looking like a, you know, beat up cigar. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, dog. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> All right, well, going off with the human rights, Bernie Sanders says that. Fuck Bernie Sanders. <laughs> he states that everyone kidding, should ha- have access to health care because it's a human right. Well, this is the way I see it. It's a human right. I get it. But at the end of the day, you know, everybody's got to pay for that shit. And it's always about the dollar. If I had A, guys, if I had A, I'll pay for everybody's health insurance. I want everybody, like, make sure you could go to the hospital and feel comfortable. Like, if you feel something, here's a place for you to go and take care of yourself. I don't have a problem with that, but I'm not saying, here's a car so you could go drive around and speed away. No, but that's a whole difference to me. But for, for me to just say, yeah, I want everybody to have health care, but put your money where your mouth is. Uh, so that means 
Because right now, like what I'm paying for healthcare, like I'd rather not have it. And I'd rather have the problem with healthcare is that it's not open. They're not competing these health insurance agencies that provide healthcare. And it should be something that you could compete. And, you know, if it's a good product, everybody's going to be buying it. If it's a good product, it's being served worldwide or whatever, the cost of it will go down because more people are into it. But you also got to know about health. It's like, dude, health starts with, with yourself. You know, you got to know what the hell you're eating. Because everything that you put in your mouth is all about your health. So, like, I get it. They, everybody needs health insurance. You know, I get the, the need for that. Yeah, you should have health insurance. Because at one point in your life, you're going to need to go to a hospital. And people can't afford that shit. But back then, like, when you didn't have health insurance, what did they do? So why is this a big deal now? Right. Back then, like, we were okay without it. I mean, don't get me wrong and shit. How do you do? You manage. Yes, it's sad and everything, but guess what? You manage. And, and I would, I would, I would leave that up to the damn churches. Where, where are your churches at? We wouldn't have this healthcare problem if it wasn't for these churches that's supposed to be taking care of the sick. And that's one of their mission statements. The sick and the poor. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have a problem with the poor and the sick here in this country. You got over freaking bombarded with, by religion everywhere. Why aren't they doing their job right? That's what I'll, I'll be my biggest complaint. Right. And then, um, they should be paying people's health insurance. Every time you go to church, hey, you know, my girl's dropping some money, my parents in that basket. And what? I've been here for 15, 20 years. The building looks the same. Mm-hmm. Damn, how much money are these people making up in here? I mean, do people ask those type of questions? God forgive me because I believe in God. Jesus, Jesus. You know, I, I, I believe in them. You know, I believe in them. I'm a Catholic and I get it. But, but still, it's like, you got to also study where does all this come from? I get the power behind it because there is a spiritual power. I believe in that. And I believe in that spiritual power tells you, you know, you want people to be healthy, to have a good life, to be happy, to enjoy life. And there's going to be circumstances where disasters come and fear. But that spirit, that, that good life is a power that you could focus on. Look, I was good. I, I love my kids. I love my mom. And when it's my time to go, don't fear it. But they have to pay your sins. You know, they try to fucking put that shit in your head and it fucks with you. When you're growing up as a little kid and even till now, you're like, man, I shouldn't be saying this. I'm going to get struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. And you're right. And you guess what? If I do get struck by lightning because God heard me talking shit right now, guess what? I deserve it. Thank you, God, who comes from you. Damn, that's the most holiest thing that could happen to me. And I don't want to die. I knock on wood and shit. Right. But that's reality, bro. It's like, you can't just talk shit and not back it up. So... But I, I don't think he he sees my that I'm a bad-hearted person. People who know me don't know I'm like like that. I mean, I could get I could get loco, you know that yeah. drink a couple cinco 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 locos, whatever you call those local local drinks. So yeah, I could get four loco. locos. Give me some freaking tequila and some fucking Jägermeister. Fuck, I turn into somebody some else. Fireball. Yeah, you know, and then tacos all day and eating, and you're gonna get loco somewhere in the bed with pedos or. Are you gonna get local at a party game, you know, get all pedo and shit all, and then all fucking, I used fumando cigarrotes and shit, you know, and drinking and alcohol, you know, it's not the life I want. <laughs> no. Have I done it? Have been around it? Yeah. But that's not, that's not my daily thing. I like to party like anybody else does, but the best way of partying is naturally, you know, just saying. With friends and just water and, and laughing and running, you can party hiking. To me, I could have fun hiking, Stop. hanging out with my buddies, just doing something, working sometimes, you know? As long as you have good positive energy around you, somebody that's positive, but if you hang out with somebody that's negative, you got to watch out. 
Because that person <laughs> could bring you down sometimes. Yeah, you never know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I always try to be a positive person. I always strive for that. But just like when you got here today, I was, I was just getting out of, I went and picked up a tire from school. I was a little tired. I was like, I wasn't really feeling, feeling anything. He showed up. Let's do the podcast. I'm like, and I was going to call you too. I was going to call you. So this boy didn't even call you. just shows up. But I was going to call you too and say, hey, we're going to do a podcast or not. But I didn't. I just, I dozed off. And then you showed up. I'm like, oh shit. You know, but yeah, I thought about it too. Like, I, surprise, I know. surprise, surprise. You want some pie? <laughs> no, uh, um, remember that conversation that you had with your client where you said that there was this one area that you saw that were just full of these people, man. Was it the homeless that you said that, that were up there by um, Dylan? You know, they're in the one area. Yeah, going to the casinos and even right here, all by the railroad tracks, you see um. Building people building the little casitas out of wood and just you know these like homeless little people, huts. yeah, these little huts and I guess a lot you know a lot of the 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 psych wards or the medical what do you call the for the medical people like that are kind of crazy or whatever. Oh, the mental institute. Mental institute, yeah. There a lot of them are closed down. You got all these people that have mental problems out there in the streets and shit. But because we want to take care of that feria, you know, say hey, I'm I'm me too. Like oh, you're gonna pay his bill. Uh, I need my Sequoia, I need my car, my house, uh, and my cell phone, my $800 iPhone. <laughs> Come on, it's a car to me. You know, la verga. Yeah, we all want our shit, dude. We're materialistic, we're greedy, we're selfish, but you gotta fucking be real with yourself about that too, you know. But hey, at the end of the time too, that person that's got the mental problems, you don't know why they, why they have them. You know, sometimes your mind goes crazy when you don't want to recognize your mistakes. Sometimes, you know, shit, you're living that life to teach you a lesson, and then to me it's like, they're teaching me a lesson that I could survive no matter what. They're doing it out there. You know, it's like, they're a big role models for me. Everybody thinks, oh, how could they fucking be a role model? I was with their role models. They're 110, 120 out there, and they're out there in their casitas and in the desert surviving. Mm-hmm. Sick, whatever. They're very skinny and ugly and smelly. You know, you ever seen homeless people, bro? Like, you know, when I was, I remember when I was young, I was in middle school, and I had this idea that with my sisters, that something in my heart just told me, like, hey, you know what, make these guys some sandwiches. And I had some feriasita, you know. No, I think it was in high school, my freshman year. Cause I had a summer job, uh, with the GTPA job training program, which is, I think it was an awesome thing they did. Whoever developed that program in the county, props to you, man. Taught me how to have a job at a young age. You know, I worked at the YMCA. Thank you for that little feriasita. It really helped me out a lot. I could buy myself some clothes for school and, you know, be responsible. And they're like babysitting kids and shit, but being a junior counselor mentor, but. But I really appreciate people who make those programs in the gobierno that, that get the, get the youth out there, you know, get, you know, these kids who want to work, you know, but you know, you just need good, good, good mentors in, in life, you know, so I, I, just going back to that, you know, it's, it's very important to when you're growing up and I think that's why I'm not a big fuck up in my life and I'm not saying I'm a perfect citizen, you know, I'm going to get you Sanchez, no, I'm not that great of a citizen, but but uh, I, I really, I want to like, give thanks to all those people that, that were good to me, that treated me good, taught me about respect, you know, work hard work. And, uh, you know, I think people, people need that. The youth need that. And you're going to get a bad apple no matter what you give it sometimes, you know. It's part of part of nature, bro, you know. You're gonna, you could be the perfect parents and you get a bad apple, bro. You could be give it the perfect soil, the perfect watering, and the plant doesn't give, bro. It's just a bad seed, isn't it? And that's reality, man. You know, 
So, yeah, so what we're we talking about, dog, I'm gonna just, I, I just keep going. Okay, and, uh, I kind of lost track too, man. Well, aquí dos pendejos a la verga. We're all fucking here talking shit and we're getting lost like we're all local. See what happens? Hispanics causing panic. <laughs> Fuck that puto who said that. La verga. I remember when I was, uh, you know, in the Chicano movement and shit like that. We don't call ourselves Hispanics. That's shit's for Spaniards from Spain or from here, you know. You're from El Aslan and shit, you know, mm. like, you know what? Okay, Aslan, California. <coughs> I'm from here, I'm right here, you know. But I remember, like, and I love that. Don't get me wrong. I love, I, I have a lot of respect for my, my raza, and I know you hear me joking and shit, but that shit was, there's also good mentors back there, you know. I could give props to my homeboy, uh, Pepe and, and Spike, you know. They, they were trying to teach me history, which is important, I believe it's important that you connect to history, that you study it, that you study people's actions, governments, you know, so you know what you're living in. You know, really study what you're living in. You know, study the people around you. Study your mom, your pops, why their behaviors, your behaviors. And we don't, we're not really told that, but that's something you should do. You know, it's one of the first things they should teach at school is really that. Study, study everything around you. Question. I'm not saying don't, don't be disrespectful when you question, but question mom. Dad, where were you born? Why, why do you, why do you get so mad? You know, why, why, why do you hit me or why do you call me stupid? You know, you, you know, stuff that, that I didn't think about back then. But now as, as, as you're older, you're like, you know, you should be able to question that. You shouldn't have fear to, to express yourself. Say, why do you talk to me like this? Or why are you doing this? Or how do we do that? Where do we come from? You know, you should, you should have that. You should know that, you know? So, mm-hmm. so I like to send a shout out to all those you know, my mentors back then. And now I look back and I see, yeah, they were my mentors. You know, started about, you know, you know, they want to give you pride, brown pride, Mexican pride, you know, and know your history about Aslan, we're Aztec warriors, la da da, you know. But honestly, I'm not an Aztec warrior. I like all that. Don't get me wrong. The history, the culture of it, where maybe where my blood light comes from, but then I also Spain, you're, you're raped by the Spaniards, the French, those, everybody that conquered Mexico, you know. We're so mixed. Dude, we're called mestizos now. You know, so at the end of the day, none of that matters, but you should know, like, the, some, something about where's your last name comes from and shit, and, uh, where your dad and mom were born, your abuelitos, and, you know, you should have relationships. Those are your biggest teachers, your, your mom and dad, your tias, your grandparents, you know, our ancestors. They're, they're, they're our, they're our biggest educators. Those are the ones that are going to tell you the, probably the people you should trust the most. And, and those are sometimes the ones that hurt us the most. You know, but, uh, you know, something that, that we, we, those are the kind of ideas we should teach, stuff that's universal, that's really important, you know, start healing the families, because a lot of us have hurt just from the way we were raised up, it wasn't the best way, and we don't think about that, and I'm not saying whine about the past, but no, that way you better yourself, like, hey, shit, I get why, I know why I snap, I know why he's, orale, cule cabron, I know where that, you know, like, you think, you pick that up, mm-hmm. you pick up behavior too. You know, and this killer. Like a sponge. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going back to the killer. Like, that, that fucking mother, where did he pick up this behavior from? Oh, look at his fucking dad. He was a fucking, on the FBI top list. Yeah, he was. He was a bank robber. Yes, and, he, and, and he died. But the mother knew the system for, for you to be a bank robber. And then your son being multimillionaires. And, and so, and working for Lockheed Martin, like, to me, tells me something else. 
These vatos are clever. And they're stupid. Obviously, you know, doing stuff that's unlawful, risking their lives. But, I mean, everything comes at a price. And, you know, like the dad was on the FBI list. Nobody's talking about that shit. So, that, like I always say, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But also know there's miracles. Me and you are one. You know, and there's a lot of million out here, people, human beings, and, and even miracles go bad. Shit. Look at these guys. They have the life of their lifetime to experience life fully. This is about the goes and does that shit. Hey, bro, you know what? Damn, dude. You lost, did you lose all your money? Were you that mad? I mean, something. Cause you're a millionaire, dog. Yep. I mean, you could have changed the world or helped the community with those millions, dog. There's people that live off in uh, Thailand for $500 a month, bro. You know how many people you could have sustained out there? And you'd be a king. I mean... You could have a clan, bro. You're a millionaire. If Akon can provide five... A million, whole village could take care of you, bro. You, yeah, could, you yeah. could buy your own army with a million dollars in a foreign country. Dude, that's what I should do, man. I become a millionaire. Because, I mean, even though I'm 42, I could still become a fucking millionaire. Yeah, it's never too late. Look no, at Colonel he, Sanders. Yeah. 75 years old when he started KFC, man. There you go. Boom. There you go. But it's not about that. It's, it, do you want it? And honestly, I don't want it. I don't want it that bad. And they're like, oh, it's America, bros. Capitalism. What's what you should be doing, man? What the fuck's wrong with you? Show me the money, dog. Big dog, blank, blank. Change the lane. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to make that chatter. And I get that. So do I. Just, but honestly, like, I'm not, I don't must not want it that bad because I'm not getting it. And there's people that die trying, but guess what? They're just dumb mm-hmm. what they're doing. Cause it's easy to really make money. It's like, man, well, why don't you go and do it then? Uh, I've done it. I just spent, I probably very spend more over a million. I mean, I don't live like it, but I'm done. And now like, well, if you were smart when I was younger and I didn't have all these kids, you'd probably, you know, save up all your money and just work for yourself, but be invested. That's all you have to do is put your money to work. It's simple. You know what I mean? I mean how simple it is? Well, you got to have money. I mean, if you had a, you have money to start up a business and stuff like that, you could do it. You just could, but you gotta work it. You gotta be on it. You gotta counting numbers every day, worrying about that dollar, thinking about the dollar. I'm tired of thinking about that dollar every day. I just want to enjoy my family, work, do my work, where I go to work a day, pick up my kids from school, spend time with them, spend time with my family, my friends, eat a meal, then go back the next day and do a good workout. You know, at work. I, I see it as a workout for me. You know, go out there, eight hours of labor work or whatever you're getting paid to do. Even if it's in an office, if you see like, my job is to be positive, to promote this, promote that. If you go with that mindset every day, you're doing something awesome. But then reality comes, well, you didn't save a penny and now you're 60 something years old and now you got to go to Medicare and, and go to the doctor and now you got to, you don't have a, you didn't have a retirement. So now you're going to live off your social security, which is only $600 a month. La da da. And I mean, I'm just, this is the worst scenario, right? I'm just saying the worst scenario. And live like some some people that I know. I don't want to say names, but I still love talking to them. I think they're great. I think they have a good life. And they don't got shit. They don't do much. Yeah, they got the little carrito they got to here and there. But with the little money they're getting from the retirement that the Social Security takes out of your paycheck. Because it's your money that you put into. And, uh you know, so to me it's like, okay. You know, but yeah, you should also save money. I get that. But even if you didn't... Just be a good person, bro. And when it's your time and you gotta die, you gotta think, you gotta be happy to have a big house. You gotta have good health to know that you lived a good life. Then you should, you had a good life. Good health starts now just talking about it. If you could send a good message out now, that's good. 
It's positive in your life. You're already living healthy. Now, you're getting fat, which Americans are doing. Oh, there's freaking marranos out there, you know, like. Hey, me too. I'm a big ass marrano. I get up there, I got 200 and something, you know, like. Hey, pinche McDonald's, fast food. It's awesome. Pinche, I don't want to put in that food. My pinche solita. Fuck. You know how many fucking calories and that shit's killing people, getting them diabetes, heart disease. But I estamos in a pinche jack in the box at once de la noche getting the munchies. Mickey D. Carlitos in and out. But, but that's what kind of disconnects us from being conscious. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Like our diets, our foods, because we're addicted to these type of foods that they're selling us. And, and yeah, you got choices, right? Go to fucking Clark's or Whole Market. Sprouts. Whole Food Market. They're not pinchy pollo that you could get at fucking Sam's Club for four dollars. If I sell pinchy whole food market, te la venden por pinchy fifteen twenty bucks, bro. Yeah. Hey, pero ese pinche organic, come, come, el el gras que come tan limpio, no se cagan los perros ahí. No pesticides. Yeah. Pinchy madre. Pinchis pollitos healthy, but you know what? I can see the science behind it. You know, hey, growth hormones, no pesticides, la la la. Non GMO. What do you want to eat? You know, pero. But I see that. I see that we're hooked to, like we were talking at the other podcast, uh, our phones and shit like that. But I'm just saying, just be happy with yourself. At the end of the day, just reset yourself. Reset. Reset. You you have the power to reset. That's why we take at nights. We go to sleep and we wake up the next day and you say, hey, man, I want to think different. And you can. You have that power. And when you snap, just take a little deep breath. Reset, you know. And just have fun with life, man. As much as you can, make it a good feeling, a good positive. Not trying to put people down and, and hurt and jump on them. Man, I've done it. I'm, I'm not perfect. I say there's days maybe I, I do it to you or to my kids, you know. I may say something that's hurtful. Despensa, mensa. <laughs> you know? Despensa. ¿Qué pasa? Unbreak my heart. Say you love you. Don't get all crazy and shit, but. You know, but yeah, definitely, you know, have respect, you know, try to, I mean, respect is earned, but when you give it out of, for your own respect, it's beautiful. That's, that's a beautiful way of being when, when you respect the other person, even though they're being disrespect, when you have that control of yourself saying, ah, I'm not going to get caught up in that shit. That's his bullshit. You know, I'm not going to get into that and respond to that negative energy, you know, it's, it's beautiful when you have that, but it's, that's, that's a talent. It's like running 10 miles, 20 miles, bro. You practice to get there, you know. You gotta want it. Just like you wanna be a millionaire. You know, you wanna be a millionaire? Get it. Get that money. And you know, you know me, dude. I got friends who are millionaires, billionaires. Oh yeah. Surrounded. You know, surrounded by people that got way more than me and the wealth. And I, and I, and I see myself and I, they, they hurt too. You know, they hurt too. They cry too and they, you know, just like me and you, and, and they got their issues. You know, all that money doesn't make you happy all the time, bro. You know that. Mm-hmm. But hey, they're living good. Hell yeah, let me drive your car, man. What's up? Give me down your yacht. Can I, oh, can, can I use your airplane? Oh, I need to go to Chicali. Want to go to my house? Can I use your jet to go to my house? Oh, la casona. Fucking raza. Hey, but no, la Puro cachanilla, puro cachanilla. The one house in Big Horn, that shit was fucking nice, yeah. bro. Palace. Uh, it is a palace, bro. I don't, I don't know about downsizing, but damn. Yeah. That's so bad. You know, and beauty, when you got stuff like that, and you know, I think about my client that bought that house out there in Bighorn. It's beautiful, you know, it's you big open yard and 
floors have marble. You know, when you see something created beautifully, people who have visions, those are art, you know, artistic people that be able to build that. But to me, it's like, I don't have to build it. I see it. I walked on it. I don't own it. And I'm still enjoying it. Maybe for this little couple seconds, but hey. You admired it, man. Hey, I know how it is to sleep in, sleep in a brick house. And, and where I live now, you know, it's like, to me, it's like I'm a millionaire, you know. And then I don't have millions, you know. It's, I know, it's a beautiful house I got. And, but I remember I used to live in El Campo in a brick-ass home, you know, and cold. And I still had a lot of fun when I was a kid. And a lot of bad things happened to me as a little kid, too. But I also had, I remember I thought I was Superman. Mm-hmm. I believe anything anybody told me. My imagination was so wild. Hey, Memo, climb that wall, dog, and they just jump off. Well, they used to, they used to have a, hang, a place where they used to hang clothes. And it was closed up in a brick wall, probably about 9, 10 feet tall, so the wind wouldn't blow the clothes away. And it had little holes in it, so the hole could travel through and dry the clothes from the inside. And uh my brothers, hey, Memo, Ricardo, fucking Ricardo, go up it, Memo, go up it, and and then and, and give me a open this like a parachute, and you know, like give me a trash bag to open it, and me pendejo, I boy, I climb up and then I jump, ah, I come straight down, boom, fucking hit the ground, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can cry. And then my brother runs, are you okay? That's it. Yeah, it's my legs that's because you didn't open the bag, dummy. Go back up there again. You didn't open the bag. No, it hurt. No, come on. Just you didn't open the bag. Put it in here. Let me open it for you. You see? Now it's open. Do this when you're up there and then jump down. There I go again. I climb up there. Shit, I do that shit. I'm, I'm sitting in the wall. Like, to stand up on the wall, I would, uh, you know, that's made out of bricks. So I put my legs. I straddle it like a horse in the wall. And I'm up there, and then I balance myself, and I'm trying to, I'll put air in the bag, shit, here I go again. I was probably like six, seven years old, dude, I remember this shit. Boom! <sighs> Come straight down. <sighs> they hurt, and you hit, but you're a little kid, you don't, I didn't break nothing, I was lucky, I didn't break shit, bro, but my brother, like, my brother, fuck, everybody knows, man, my brother was a cabron with me, dude, but I love my brother, but, dude. Love, love, a lot, a lot of Mexicanos grow up. A lot of people grow up like that. You know, a lot of raza. A lot Who doesn't? Which raza doesn't? I don't know. We all had that intimidating brother. You know, I was a middle brother, so, you know, that was crazy. Nah, I mean, yesterday I had a, a serious talk with my mom, dude, about my, my sister-in-law. Because, mm. uh, you know, she attended the that concert in Vegas when all that shit went down. And uh, she said that all she could think about were her two girls. And she was just praying a lot, dude. Just hard, praying hard, and uh, she she uh hutched down. She hit. Oh yeah. She took cover. Mm-hmm. She took cover, and she was just praying, you know, wishing and hoping that she could get out there alive. And even if she didn't, you know, that, that hopefully that God would look out after her daughter. She really she, felt like she was gonna yeah, die. She felt. Wow. Like, yeah, How close was she from the shootings? Did she feel a bullet near her? No. Um, she didn't say that she was. She didn't, you know, she said she was in Europe right there on that side where, you know, all the shots were being fired, but all the, like, she just had that fear in her, like, you know, she, that, it was Did like, she tuck down or she ran? Did she no, hear the she shots? she was or? covering herself. She knew there were gunshots from the first one or, or after a while? No, for, after a while, like, she saw other people were, you know, hiding and covering and stuff, and that's when she, you know, she Oh, was, so she, she was like, eh, it was a llama effect. One jumps, the other one jumps. The domino effect, yeah, yeah. Yeah, domino yeah. effect. And, you know, she would just hover and would have her arms over her head. You know, she just kept praying, you know, she'd make it all alive. And all she thought about was those first two girls. And, um, she, she said that she's, you know, physically that she's okay, but 
She's just very overwhelmed, though. Very, very overwhelmed. I get it, you know what I mean? If I put myself in her position when all that was happening, yeah. Ask her, ask her, ask her, hey, will you, will you go to the, you're gonna go to the Coachella Fest or? Stagecoach. Stagecoach. Ask her, how do you feel about it? I don't wanna talk about it right now. <laughs> it's some fucked up shit, man. Yeah. What it does, does to the mind, you know? You know, it's, it's sad, you know, shit like that happens, but that's the real world we live in, man, and you know, our parents go out to those families and hopefully they heal and, you know, <laughs> nothing bring back life. You know, it's the worst. I think it's one of those hardest things we have to learn about life. That life is very fragile. And, you know, so tell your loved ones you love them. And those you want to tell them, not just be that loving person. You don't even have to tell them you love them. That's one thing. People say, tell them you love them. No. Show them love. So easy to tell them you love them. You know, and I know I talk a lot of shit, but, you know, people also know that I love them. You know? And by my actions, I, I could be a shit talker, brag, or, brag or talk smack, whatever. Like, hey, I can say things that are mean, just like anybody can too. But hey, you know what? Also, could show you I love you. My actions, you know, coming at peace, helping you out. Here's a cup of water, a hug, or let's go have some fun. Let's just, you know, let's go watch a movie. Let's go to basketball. Let's go do a hike. Doing things together, you know, sharing ideas. Here, you know, opening a door for somebody. Little kinds of Little acts of kindness go a long way, bro. You know, that's love to me. It's very easy to use this language just like I'm doing right now. Just talk. <laughs> you know, anybody could do that shit. But it's a lot it's a lot harder to say also, I love you, or open a door, you know. Open a door for somebody or or you see a bum out there and just you're just feeling good and and, and even though he's faking it as a bum, say, Hey man. God bless you. That means you wish him the best. That he wouldn't have to be there begging for that dollar. You know, wish him the best, man. But unfortunately, they're going to be there begging for that dollar. Once a beggar, a beggar likes begging, he's going to beg, bro. Even he's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. He likes to beg for money like Trump. And I'm not only talking shit, shit, man. I ain't no better than Trump. I, I, I have money problems. But you know what? I don't know any of my family members. Uh, you know, I've, I've been through that, you know. Fucking run out of money and shit like that, but then you learn, you learn. I say, but instead of Trump, yeah, but in that way, you think this? Are you telling me shit about me owing money? Uh, what about the fuckers that put us in a twenty twenty trillion dollar deficit? Fuck them, they owe money. All the fucking bad choices are doing up there, they owe money, and, and I'm gonna feel bad about what I owed, but I, I paid it all, paid my school loan, shit, you know. But still. Like, just knowing that you owe, that you fucking have to pay shit off, you know, like, it sucks, but it's part of life, you know, but still, they get you like that. Ahora si, chingate, wey, because you wanted that car. Andale, cabrón, trabaje. But, hey, I haven't filed bankruptcy, but have I, yeah, you know, I missed the payment and shit, yeah, you know, but then you fucking live by your means, cabrón. Aprende. Oh, but you want to be out there, que pinche... Like, acting like you got feria, putting shit on credit cards, traveling the world, you thought, yeah, you also got to fuck it. If you enjoyed the experience, why not, right? So it was worth it. Mm-hmm. But still, it comes to time. Now you got to pay up, cabrón. Ahora donde? A ver. Trabajar, cabrón. You're like, oh, what my money's going here now? Like, pues órale, quieres hacer todo eso? But reality sets in, bro. But sometimes now, hey, sit down, bitch. Be humble. So now, you know, you got to do that. I got kids now. I got to watch what I do and, you know, feed them. They're my priority now. My house, you know, back then you could do whatever you want to do, but now, like, 
Got responsibilities, baby. Imagine going from a brick house from El Campo to a nice ass house here in Milwaukee. Yeah, me, me, Pamas in the house. Yeah, yeah. That's a big come up, you ask me. Like, I feel like you're living like a million. Straight from being you a paisa. millions, but you're living like, if you ask me. <laughs> living like a million. But you know what? It's all in the mind at the end of the day, bro. Like I said, I could, I could loosely forget everything that's around me. Well, how blessed I am. Just con un coraje, con un pedo que te, que te arda el culo, you know. You know, like that, dude, you know, like. Anything. A sickness could come over your body and you lose your whole train of thought, your happiness, your, how blessed you are, how the moment, the reality that you've lived. Your memory could, doesn't get deleted, it's there, but you just, you're not connected to that memory you have and your body has memory. You know, you're like a hard drive, bro, it's all there, it's not deleted. It's in your cells, it's in your brains, but you gotta tap into that. And if you don't teach yourself how to tap into those good emotions, those good memories, your blessings to the higher power of God, which is all. Son Jesus, amen. Forgive, turn the other cheek, you know, I also gotta give him props, man. I believe in, in, in Gandhi, I believe in, uh, uh, Jesus, I believe in Buddha. I mean, believe in, or believe in a way I can't prove him to you, but you know, I like their teachings, man. They're awesome. You know, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, those are all, you know. So, amen to them and bless yeah. them. And they may keep being, influencing me from out up there and praying for me. Because I believe in prayer too. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, right now, I'm looking at these portraits of Jesus Christ. You know, he he appears to be light-skinned. I'm looking, and I'm looking at this little statue of Jesus Christ. And little statue? You think that's a little statue? Well, I mean, what do you want to call it? <laughs> well, let's okay. I'll just call it a regular a statue then. No little statue, but just a statue. Yeah, I don't think that's a little one because see the Virgin Mary. She's, she's uh, a little, yeah, see yeah, the little yeah, one. Yeah. That's a little, but right. I mean, I get it. It's about what two feet. It's about yeah. two well, feet. But to me, that's like people will see that like, oh dang, we have that in your house. That's like, but he, well, but that's an old, old, old. Uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, a statue, um, statue, yeah, yeah, we know, but a statue or, or, but they, I think they have a name. Oh, there's a certain name. Yeah, oh, for okay. that type of. Uh, oh, is that what explains why he is dark skin? Oh yeah, it's a black Jesus. Right okay, there, baby. it's a black Jesus here, man. But he ain't black; it's brown Jesus. But he ain't the light skinned Jesus with the blue eyes. Right there, so that's a Mexicano Jesus right there, doggy. La raza, sas. We have a slan right there. It's a slan Jesus right there, doggy. Oh, okay. Kind of pride. Um. Yeah, see, then I got my white girl Viscancita over here. You know, my respects. Oh, respect. yeah. Yeah, she's light-skinned, but well, I mean, we have the Virgen Morena, but, you know, in our culture, we call her Virgen Morena, but that one's not a morenita. That's a little bonita. Con todo respeto. Pero, yeah. Um, and, you know, that, that's what they're saying, you know, like, I was tripping out because I was listening about, to, uh, if you go on YouTube and listen to some of the black guys that talk about black pride and, you know, but they're all like, they're brown, they're really brown. They're just a dark shade. It's not their name, their color is just a shade, but, um, they're talking about, how come we all go to church and pray to a white Jesus? Mm-hmm. How is that? You all dumb. Like, he was talking about that, you know, like, hmm. I honestly don't care what shade he is. I mean, but that just tells you the story behind that, bro. They're selling you, but now, they're not selling you his teachings. They're putting in there. I don't mind having an image. The images are pretty strong of it. Puts you to the significance of what it represents. Like what Jesus represents to me. Just like a flag, what it means to me. But if he's black or white, I don't, 
That's that's not my thing. I'm going by what it what I connect with, dog, with it. You know. So when I look at Jesus, what does it mean to me? It's like okay, prayer, meditation, serving the poor, the needy, um, forgiveness. You know, hard work because he was a carpenter. And this guy knew astrology too, because remember, man, he would take off in the mountains. You know, you're a survivalist. Go out there without, you know, 40 days on your own into the mountains, like by yourself. I mean, back then, I guess a lot of people could do that because that's the type of life in Afghanistan. A lot of those do with the little camels and you can't sabe que chivitas y todo. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I go by what he represents, you know, healing people and praying for them and having this love, you know, hanging out from the richest to the poorest with prostitutes, with the sick and, and you say, man, just, if you don't like that, don't do that, man. Don't go out and live like that. Don't do that again. If it's destroying your heart and your, your connection with God, don't do it. You know? He didn't say to a prostitute, don't go out and don't have sex. And like, you don't hear that in the Bible. He just say, don't go out and put in yourself to there. You know, value yourself. But to me, my respect to all strippers, prostitutes, or anybody that drugs, anything that you're doing that's not within the law, like, I'm not for it. I mean, you should be careful, you know, but I'm not going to hate on you. I'm not going to waste my energy hating on you. Like, what you got to do to survive, I also know how this world works. You know, but but if you get caught, you're stupid. You decide to do that. I could say it like that, too. You're like, come on, man. But that's the price. You should know that. You shouldn't complain if you get arrested. Those are the laws. You got to know what you're doing, you know? Like, so, but I'm not going to disrespect them either. Say, like, they don't love their kids or their moms, you know, whatever, because they're doing that. That guy might be one day the one that gives you a bottle of water. You didn't even know. Or that guy that helps you push your car off the street because you're stranded. You don't know. They do stuff like that. They're just like me and you. We, I ain't Jesus, but I learn. I connect with Jesus. You know, and I ain't a drug cartel or a devil, but I understand. I can know what it is to feel like that sometimes craziness. Where you hate somebody, somebody you'd like to shoot, or you just want to kill him or do something like That's still evil too. Just want to rip him up, kill him. You know, bomb all these motherfuckers. Right? I could get like that too sometimes. Like, you know, you want to do think something stupid you may not do it but you think it not like this dumbass that did do it and shot all those people you know hopefully he's in hell burning and you know i don't, I don't even wish that for him like you know dude just just know that shit was not right bro yeah. it's fucked up what you did bro. it's unjust it's unjust and if you get your head cut off by the taliban fuck i don't give a fuck nah i'm just not, i don't want to be like that either, you know <laughs> you know they put you in an electric chair and they fucking fry your head up and you're Eyes pop out, cabrón. A la verga. Le damos los ojitos al perrito, al chihuahuita que se los coma. Fuck that chihuahuita. shit. Chihuahuita. Fuck that puto, man. No, but you know, man, hopefully he learned his lesson. You know, I'm not gonna go with hate and anger in my heart, dude. It's like, that's what I wanna be. It's like, but I understand those who do, people who do have it towards him. Like, they have every right to feel like that, bro. They have every right to wanna kill him, do whatever, and be evil. Cause that's what he did was evil. But I wouldn't want them to stay that within their hearts. I want them to enjoy their families and, you know, I'm not going to say don't hurt or no, man. Don't cry. Go let it out, man. Cherish the moment. Yeah. But, you know, if you got to stop crying to feed your daughter and your kids, man, move on, man. Let's go. Let's work. I'm not saying forget. I'm not saying, I'm never going to say forget. I'm saying learn. And, and I'm glad you feel that you feel some pain too, because that shows that you love them. I want to cry about somebody I love about them. And I, I want to have feelings. I, I'm, 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 I love having feelings that I care about people that, that I'm also fragile that I could be hurt too. I don't want to be numb, you know, a rock that doesn't feel nothing. So, you know, and like I said, for like I said yesterday, I got a little bit, oh, you know, cause Monica was crying, you know, about the shooting and I was like that and I'm like, 
yeah, this girl's going to be crazy. But then I felt it too, like in my heart, like this. In your chest, you feel this heaviness, like, man, it's sad, you know? Like, dude, people just went there, have a good time, and then brains flying everywhere, you know? People getting shot, wives, husbands, you know, like, sas, triste. But anyways, let's not get too down about it. Life goes on, bro. And with that being said, it's time to go to bed. Woo! That's what they Good Day two. We start off slow, but I think we end up a little bit stronger at the end. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's a work in progress, man. It's a work in progress. Can't expect it to be like freaking Joe mm-hmm. Rogan overnight. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you could expect that, but that's not reality, right? But you yeah. could expect it. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, there are expectations and but there's reality. We're gonna be on Sábado Gigante next week, dog. <laughs> Con Don Francisco. No, fuck it. We're gonna come out. We're gonna come out. <laughs> El Informador del Valle. <laughs> sure, we're gonna come out there. Inform- Once you come out there, that's the bottom of the bar. You come out there for del Valle, dude. Okay. That's, that's, you just got recognition by, by a meat market, you know, or by something like that, you know, mom and pop's restaurant. But, uh, <laughs> make it a desert sun, then you're like, oh shit, you know. That's the media out here, you know. Talk about media, you know, the the levels that they're in, you know. And then you got mainstream media. <coughs> yeah. Hey, for sure, we're on Facebook. We're on, we're not on YouTube, but I told you to put it on YouTube. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo! <coughs> <coughs> Getting old, baby. Forty-two, baby. Fucked up. Um. Yeah. Pues ya. Vamos a la verga. For anyone that's been listening to our podcast, we appreciate you tuning in. We got the homie Memo and myself, Steve We out this bitch. Hasta pasta. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm.